The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently, we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat Good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution, not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns about. I hold to the book, the Bible. As the authoritative word of God, glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsofLibertyRadio.com and also SonsofLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of the radio, you want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the face that's made for radio. Head over to SonsofLibertyMedia.com. There you're going to see two videos at the top of the page. One on the left side is Bradley's show from the previous day. So if you missed that, you want to catch it, you can do so up until 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that area right there. Right side of the page is where we're at. Of course, you guys watching by way of video, you already know I wasn't lying to you. We are live now, but this is pre-recorded. And uh, so you can click on the play button there. It'll look a little different if you head over to sonslibertymedia.com than it does on screen now. Do that. Blow it up on whatever device you got. Look for the Rumble icon, bottom right-hand corner. And then click that and join us in the chat on Rumble. We always have a lot of friends over there in the morning. So good morning to you guys. And then while you're over there, please subscribe to the channel Sons of Liberty Radio Live. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And then we're also live on BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page over there. Back to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, right up and we're streaming live is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Please do that. It goes out late afternoon, early evening, every day. Uh, that includes all the articles we have at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com for the day, including the morning show archive. So if you're looking for links and videos and docs whenever we do a show, that's where you're going to find them. They're all going to be in there, everything that we reference, just so you can utilize them. Because I don't know about you, but I have a problem when somebody's telling me a whole bunch of information and I, all of a sudden there's some stuff that I haven't heard before and there's documentation with it. And then I can't find where the document is. Uh, that's frustrating to me. And I look, and I, I will go and look stuff up myself, but I try to make this as simple as possible for the people that we do show it. Um, that way you can utilize it. You can share it with your friends. You can let people who are not aware of some of the things that we show you and uh, play for you on the Sons of Liberty so that you can help other people understand what exactly is taking place, too. One more thing before we get to our guest this morning. This is Bradley's latest book. Now, he finished this right after Soldier of the Cross, uh, which is still available in our store, $10. And we also have a bundle uh, for the Soldier of the Cross. I believe it, I think it starts at $34. That's the book. That's a shirt in your size, T-shirt in your size, and uh, one of the Sons of Liberty dog tags in the color of your choice, silver or black. Uh, that starts at $34. 
this this one is a new book. All the prophets were pointing to the front, and I have not gotten to read this book yet. Uh, but um, uh, considering the first one that Bradley did uh, was really good, the information was good there for anybody who's interested in really wanting to know what it what is this Christian thing. What is faith in Jesus Christ? What does it produce? If you really want to know it, don't go to your megachurch. In fact, don't even go to some of your churches that are around. Get this book, and you'll find out exactly, or just read the Bible. You'll get it yourself uh, if you read it in context. But this book will put it before you that when you come when you come into Christ, you come into a battle. You come into a war, and the biggest enemy that you have is yourself and your sin. And you got to mortify the deeds of the flesh. That's number one. And then you begin to make that external. You begin to influence other people over the sins that are taking place and call people to repentance. That's what real Christianity is. Christianity is not your best life now, although you may enjoy it. (laughs) You may be a person that just enjoys loving God and loving people as we should be. Isn't that what our our, uh, catechism teaches? Uh, We are, are, are... our chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him. So you may enjoy, and in fact, we're called to enjoy the persecution that comes with following Christ. Christ says when they're when they're cursing you, you pray for them, and then He says you leap for joy and rejoice that you're counted worthy to suffer other things that you're suffering. So you want to pick this one up. All the profits were pointing to the front. $10. That's in our store. You can get there by way of sonsoflibertymedia.com, the menu at the top, or by going directly to thesonsofliberty.squarespace.com. Don't forget the in front of that, thesonsoflibertymedia.squarespace.com. All right. We've got a special guest on. Uh, he's been joining us uh, once a month now since, um, I think it was on the end of August or September or something. And uh, we've covered a lot of topics, but they center around the issue of cancer and, of course, apricot seeds. And uh, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is a book that turns 50 years old. This, well, it's the 50th anniversary. The book doesn't turn that old. Uh, but it's it's 50 years old. And when it came out, I, we're going to hear about you know what its impact was then. But now, my understanding is more people are grabbing this book. It's, it's really a... Um, it's a salvo that's been fired at Big Pharma 50 years ago, and now it's having its impact. Let's put it that way, uh, if you can pick it up that way. And uh, that was, that came from our friend G. Edward Griffin, and his book is called A World Without Cancer. I'm just going to show you. You can find it in different formats, uh, different covers. I've got the Audible version, and I've got a PDF. But uh, this is this is the book here, A World Without Cancer. And uh, as soon as they get them in over there at vitaminb17.com, they're going to be available for you guys uh, to pick up and uh, and to take a look at. And so to hear help talk about this this book that has this tremendous impact is my friend John Richardson from vitaminb17foryou.com. Good to see you, John. Good to see you, Tim. It's always fantastic. I, I like I said, I consider you a friend. Uh, anytime we can spread the word of the magical word of, of B17 and Laetrile and, and its effect on the C word, it's a, it's a great day for me. So uh, I appreciate you, always appreciate you doing this and our, both of our loves for God and our commitment to Christianity also uh, helps drive us both in the same path. Yep. Amen. Amen. Now you had, let's, before we get to the book here, uh, just so people understand, because Kate was on on Saturday. And, um, previously she had to go and I don't know, like a better term, rescue her daughter from being murdered in the hospital. 
Um, her daughter was diagnosed with high, uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma B. And so Kate instructed them what not to give her and what to give her. And she comes back and finds out they're just ignoring what she said. And they're actually poisoning her daughter. So she gets her out. She said, hey, I got in touch with John. Uh, we've got supplements coming. We got apricot seeds coming. She said you even have like an IV or something that she's able to get and actually put it in intravenously. Um, can you tell us what all, how all that stuff works there without giving away too much as to what's going on with her daughter? I let her try to do that, but you were a guy in influencing a lot of that. Yeah, I, I, um, it's not, I'm not a doctor. I've never said I am. I don't try to be one. Kate is a nurse. And so she's much smarter about the human body than I am. She's taught me some things, but I'm probably the premier expert on the industry of, of apricots and apricot seeds over the weekend. I was sharing with you before we got on, but I, I like, I, I didn't find, I found a catalog from 1998 from the apricot producers of California. That's how far back, you know, uh, uh, the chairman's message and wow. the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the, you know, the different varieties of apricots and, you know, that's how far back we go. And, you know, when you're in the midst of this history, you kind of forget it sometimes. So it's really exciting when I find a piece of history that I can share with people and so uh, the, to, to talk about, Kate, the things that we offer, we, we don't look at B17 or lanterals, anything but a food supplement that helps your body's immune system fight off many things, but mainly the C word as much exactly. So your audience understand it. And, and if I'm a broken record, please forgive me. But just like vitamin C has wiped out scurvy for 300 years ago, many people died debilitating, horrible deaths of scurvy. But they knew that the elites knew that vitamin C would prevent that. So they, it never happened to them. Finally, they allowed the peons, the, the little people, to have vitamin C on, on uh, ships. And, and Kate will tell you that, that the, the fact that they gave them lime, uh, limes on the ships was why they called uh, English seamen uh, limeys. And so that's kind of a funny story. But, Interesting. But that, that wiped out uh, um, you know, scurvy, which, which really tore the body apart. The body would become crumpled and bones would bend and spines would fuse all because people didn't have fresh fruit, uh, citrus fruit, especially. So they'd had vitamin C. We believe and know, we know that it's the same thing with B17. Now, if you allowed the scurvy to get to such a level that your bones were crooked and all those problems, vitamin C would not cure it. It might help you die a less painful death, but it's not going to cure at that point. So we kind of look at that the same thing with b17 is we don't want to put it out there as a silver bullet cure it can't hurt you but don't let yourself let many people go i don't have uh, cancer so why do i need to worry about getting b17 in my diet well if you want to never worry about it that's what the the different societies uh, that have throughout the world that ed ed griffin uh, wrote about in his book found that the more nitrilicides the more vitamin uh, b17 laetrile that people had in their natural diet the lower the incidence of cancer. Our cancer rates have skyrocketed. And over the weekend, I got something from somebody that said the rates are like 100,000% higher, which I, I couldn't even believe. I shared it with my staff to, to check the, you, know, you got to fact check that, but it's like cancer rates. Everybody knows somebody's getting cancer. Everybody knows it. So don't wait, get the B17 in your diet. If you can't get it, if you can't afford it from vitamin B17forYou.com, Get it from your own grocery shopping. Shop for the right foods at the store because there is foods with B17 still available at your grocery stores, especially your natural grocers. So you asked me and I got off track. 
you asked about Kate, we do, we do sell the IV version of B17, but we don't sell it on our website. We sell it for people if they contact us because we don't want to be perceived again as, as we're trying to treat something. But if a doctor is asking for it, we get that to, we can get that to them. So that the other ways that we have it is in capsule form in ground up form in a, in a capsule as the seed, which is the best way for prevention as far as I'm concerned. And we sell it as a, a, a seed meal, the, the, the oil pressed out of it, ground up and put into a seed meal. So we also sell it that way as well. Yep. Yep. I've seen all those things and that's a, that's a good thing. But I, I was kind of, I was kind of surprised when she said, yeah, I got the IV, we got it started. I'm like, okay, I didn't see that on the site. So I just, I'm glad that yeah, you we, were able to put that in so that people who hear this, if you get into a state kind of like what she was in, they may want to reach out to you and say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to treat this a different way than what the doctors are saying. Can we get that? And then you can let them know pricing and everything. Go ahead. Right. And, and this, this book booklet, again, uh, not a doctor, not giving medical advice, but doctors ask about this. We found this from one of our customers. They sent it to us and told us about this. And this book was written in the 1970s, a little booklet, and tells doctors exactly, you know, uh, what, what, the, how to, you know, the mode of action of vitamin B17, routes of administration, guidelines for treatments, clinical routine, dosage schedules, maintenance, on and on and on, with, uh, uh, you know, appendix A through I, and. One of the neat things in it is, and this was all readily available in the 70s. They thought they were going to wipe out cancer, but they did such a good job of demonizing it and, and taking doctors, making them lose their license, things like that, that, that they, they kind of wiped out the, the thought of B17. Most people think, oh, it's been proven ineffective. To the contrary, Tim, the more information I look for and find, the more studies that have proven that it was effective. And I've mentioned to you before the video called, um, it's called second opinion. It's still available on YouTube to this day. If you have to really look for it, second opinion, the, uh, lateral cover up at the, at the Sloan Kettering Institute or something like that wording, I should have that down better, but it, it they proved that it, that it actually stops uh, tumors from metastasizing in mouse that were grown mice that were grown to grow tumors. And then they covered it up. They covered it up and lied to the public in the seventies. And, uh, it's never really rebounded until now. Now people like you said, are buying this book so much so that we can't keep it in print. So we're trying to uh, get it reprinted. And I wanted to tell you, uh, uh, the, before I get off this show, I want to tell you a little bit of the uh, reprint schedule inside. It's pretty interesting. So I was talking about this book and it goes through the different thing. The number one thing that is criteria for evaluation of clinical progress out of, out of the 13 things, the number one thing is decrease of pain indicated by a decrease in amount or frequency of the use of narcotics or sedatives. It actually, laetrile therapy, actually in 95% of the cases, my dad said, actually allowed people to decrease their pain so much they could get off of horrible narcotics. Now, if you're a horrible narcotic salesperson, that's not good news. <laughs> so I know it's kind of laughable for people to understand, but if, if the number one thing that laetrile therapy does is decreased pain because of the mechanics of it, because of the science behind it, which is also available in books like this that are out of print, which I'm trying to find who owns the copyright to this so I can reprint this book. I found it online and uh, it, it has it, inside the book, it has the fascinating me mechanics of exactly how laetrile therapy works, which Kate knew. Kate knew and explained to me that's she taught me how. The breakdown of the cyanide and benzaldehyde by rhodonase, which they call the protecting enzyme, 
that actually turns the cyanide and benzaldehyde into uh, analgesics, things that decrease pain, that relieve pain. And, and Kate, you know, described that to me. And I, I, after being in this industry for 30 years, I had never heard it explained as well as she did. Uh, although I probably read it, I just uh, chose not to remember it until, until I talked to Kate extensively about three or four months ago. Interesting. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of different things that I'm seeing, uh, some with some video and things of what people were using in, you know, at their own education to treat their their own cancers. That's what they were doing. They were treating it with a number of things. A lot of them were household items and stuff that they were doing some things with. But this one definitely is one that fits what we talk about here at the Sons of Liberty because our foundations of the Bible and the Constitution. Now, the Constitution didn't talk about health, so we're not going there. But we do go to Genesis 1, right in the first chapter there, God tells us those things. And people have heard me read it and read it and read it and read it. But I tell people that until God puts it in their heart, you know, uh, they can hear it with their ears. But until it gets down inside where they start practicing it, that's where the problem comes. So we know that he's given us the herb bearing uh, plants and seeds to be meat for us. That's to be, you know, our sustenance. That's what he originally gave our fathers. And so the people were relatively healthy. And from what we can tell, they were living eight, 900 years. And even after the flood, still 500 something years. So there wasn't any of this processed food. There wasn't the poison being sprayed in the air. There wasn't the poisons in the water. And boy, we're just, I mean, talk about how we have messed things up. We just, if we aren't doing it, we're the ones allowing it to be done to us. We're allowing it to be put in our food, our water, our air, everything, and all those things. So let's go to this book. Um, Griffin's book on without cancer, a world without cancer, um, story of vitamin B17. One of the things that was fascinating for me to read in there was the Hunzikut and how, you know, they, I, I think he said there was a lady in there that lived like to be 165 or it was ridiculous. And they never had any cancer and they ate large amounts of these apricot seeds. I, I'm assuming they ate the apricots as well. And when they would have somebody come visit, the guy was eating them. And he was throwing the pits on the ground and the guys are looking at him like, what are you doing, man? And they, they had to show him and they didn't have any cancer. But then as soon as they introduced processed foods from the West, tell us what happened there, John. Yeah. As soon as they, they, they were found, they were discovered in the early 1900s. And, and uh, the, the, the main difference besides drinking good water and clean water and clean air and having a lower level of stress, the main difference was that they, uh, they, basically treated the apricot, the fruit, and the seed as their wealth. It was the measure of their wealth. And how many trees they had was their stature in the, in the society. But they used it for everything. The women used the oil for their skin. And so they would say that you know, women looked younger. Uh, they, they would use the, the meal. Uh, after they pressed the oil out, they would use the meal for baking, for making uh, baked goods or you know, breads and things like that. The, and the average hunzikat, would eat over 200 apricot seeds a day, which in, in, in terms of how many milligrams of, uh, however many milligrams of amygdalin are in an apricot seed, that's like 8,000 milligrams of, of uh, if I'm doing my math right, uh, 200 times 20, that's 4,000 milligrams of, of uh, amygdalin. And you know, if you Google that, if you Google how many apricot seeds should you eat, they say, well, you can die of cyanide poisoning from eating three. So that's that's the other big thing that people don't that hear is the word cyanide and they it, they puts fear into them so they decide oh I don't want to do a because that's a possibility it is no possibility the Hunzikas 
prove that. I prove it every day. I've already had 10 apricot seeds a day. I'll have 40 yep. by the time the day's over. Yep. And we sell thousands and thousands of pounds of apricot seeds. We've sold probably 500 pounds over the, over the holiday weekend um, of apricot seeds. And if, if we were out there killing people, Tim, as you know, uh, we wouldn't be in business very long. But you, you specifically said what happened when these people got the westernized diet, their cancer rates went higher. They, they came down with cancer so ridiculously that they, that they knew that it had to be you know, uh, diet related. It wasn't just the clean air and the clean water and the low stress. It had to be diet related because they, so they, they uh, stayed back with their natural diet if they wanted to live. And so the people that were living to be 120, 130, 140 years old, there's all sorts of controversy about that because they say, well, we didn't have we didn't have, um, you know, birth certificates, official birth certificates. They didn't have birth certificates up in the Hunziker area, but they knew from talking to them in their generations, they knew how old they were in general. They, they, they had kept track of how many seasons and things like that. And there's plenty of science behind it. But if that was also the only civilization that had a lower cancer rate because they had higher nitrocytes, then it also could be considered an anomaly or maybe it was God just specifically picked these people to live longer. But there's Alaskan... Uh, 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 Indian tribes uh, that eat the bile duct of caribou that are full of nitrocytes from the caribou eating grasses that are full of amygdalin and they treat that as a delicacy so they eat that regularly every season and their cancer rates are extremely low if at all and the Mexican diet in Mexico which has beans and uh, uh, you know uh, natural brown rice and Foods, uh, uh, beef that's raised on on um, grasses that are full of nitrocytes. The more uh, poor the diet is in Mexico, the lower their cancer rate. As Mexicans' wealth has gone up and they eat more processed foods or foods that are overcooked, cancer rates go up. So again, there's society that eat a lot of nitrocytes. Yeah, and G. Edward Griffin himself, he'll tell you if you ask him if you ever if, if you get to interview him, and I'd love to have him be interviewed with you sometime if you wanted to do that. He'll tell you that he's 92. He doesn't know a single person in his life that's regularly ate nitrilocytes, amygdalin in their, in their life and has ever died of cancer. Now, I want to make sure that everybody's hearing that doesn't mean that Ed, you know, met somebody in 70 that has stage four cancer, started giving nitrilocytes and they didn't end up dying of cancer still. They might have improved their life. They might have gotten better. But once they've got cancer the, the, and they've done chemotherapy and radiation, the rates go down significantly to, to uh, uh, curing yourself or, or not dying of cancer. So the, the rates that I've heard, like if you're doing chemotherapy, radiation, and nutritional therapy as your last resort, you have about a 14% chance of survival. And Ed calls that miraculous because when they send you home, um, and when I, make, when I say survival, that's seven years uh, uh, past that date of saying you're going to die is about a 14% success rate. When they send you home to die, typically you die within 45 days or 90 days or some small, you know, some small number like that. So their rate of survival is, is near zero when they when they're saying you're it's time you go home, it's time to die. And I've I've shared this story with your audience before about the young man who uh, who had uh, a bone cancer spread to his liver, spleen. He was six years old. He is now a 59 year old crab fisherman in Alaska, still alive and still eating apricot seeds to this day. Still taking amygdala, and everybody pretty much uh, the believers in amygdala like me take it every day, like we do vitamin C. I take my vitamins every morning, and and so I'm I practice what I preach. I take my B17, I take my B15, and I take my proenzymes every single day. And if I have a friend that doesn't, I I have to eventually have the conversation with them. 
if you don't believe what I'm saying, you must not, you must not think I'm a trustworthy, honest person if you don't do what I'm saying, because I'm showing you a way to, to not have to die That's right. of the, one of the most horrible diseases known to man. Yeah, and it's and, it's not a it's not a good way for people to leave the scene. Uh, no, because oftentimes their body is just uh, it's, it's completely drained. They're sick. They're vomiting. They have diarrhea. They have all these kinds of things. Now, not everybody has it the same way. I, I get that. But it, the going out process is really bad. Nobody wants to go through that. So here's the thing. In Ed's book, and we've had him on to talk about this before, oh, uh, we, we've had him on a couple of times on the show, but one specifically talk about this because I was fascinated with the stuff that I was learning there. One of the things he also learned was, and you were hinting at this earlier, and that is when guys find out, when, when Big Pharma finds out about B-17, when they find out about Laetrile, all this stuff is amygdalin, all this stuff is the same thing, guys. There's no, what, how do I want to say this? There's no formal... Uh, right. official call of B-17. That's just what we're referring to it as. No, oh, no it's doc- called Laetrile. Laetrile. Oh, no, it's called amygdalin naturally. That's yes. fat. You can test it at the lab. You can test how many milligrams are in any given. Even the seeds and apples we've tested, they have about a, a little apple seeds have about a milligram. And that's why the old fear of cyanide poisoning. Again, if we could spend, a, you know, we could spend a lot of time on that. I just want to make it clear to people. I have the proof that I am proof and thousands and thousands of people prove that you, you don't die of cyanide poisoning. It's actually... It's actually what you need to prevent the cancer from spreading. And that's can get you in trouble. So sure. Uh, I, like, yeah. So well, it's and, all and it's, it, it seems to me, John, it's an easy sell for the big pharma after they put all these, you know, spy movies out and the guy's got the little capsule and he can, and he's foaming at the mouth and it's a quick death. And we know that it doesn't go that fast and it's a lot more horrible than whatever they put on the screen for you. But people right. see that and they're trained in their mind. Cyanide's bad, cyanide's bad. Cyanide. And if they just hear it, and they don't see, look, wait a minute, why is the creator, the one who made all things, why is he putting it in the food? He obviously has a good design for that. I think that's what you're showing. So, yes. you know, Griffin takes the first part and he kind of shows all this study he did. The second part he takes, he takes on the politics of cancer and how that became, or I'm going to call it organized crime business. That's what that's the way I see it. From the FDA to the big pharma companies to the politicians who are pimping it. How... How did he come across that? Who was who was the conduit for him getting that information and really delving into that? You know, that's a, that's an excellent question. Uh, I, the only my pride, my 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 loving father, who every day wakes me up and says, "John, you got to tell more people." Uh, he he is uh, he is the one that introduced this subject to G.R. Griffin. G.R. Griffin was a well known movie maker, speaker. Uh, you know, probably could have been a, 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 an amazing actor if you would have uh, wanted to be satanic <laughs> like the rest of Hollywood. Sorry, 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 sorry for anybody who's in Hollywood. There, there are a few <laughs> good people still left in there. But so my dad and uh, Gio Griffin were on a fishing trip in Oregon together. And my dad brought a briefcase full of studies and reports and things. I wish many of those I had. He had them confiscated and would rebuild it and then get them confiscated again. Again, we publish some of those things at vitamin b 17 So you can buy these, these studies that my dad had from Israel that studied a B17, the effect of on cancer. But my dad brought all this and Ed just wanted to get away on a fishing trip and they were buddies. And dad, uh, when he got a hold of something and, and believed that it was his calling that God was telling him, you have to tell the world about this, he wouldn't let it stop. So he convinced Ed by the end of that fishing trip 
to help him prove to the world that using the studies and things like that, why this worked and why, and, and then it's also explained why big pharma was coming after my father, why big medicine, the AMA, the California medical board was uh, calling him a quack and all that under the fact that he was, he believed he was a physician that if he knew something worked, he should be able to bring it to his patients. And he regularly told his patients he wasn't, this was not a, a cure all. This was just God's medicine for our, our, our immune system to uh, fight off the C word. And they would try to trap my dad into saying, yeah, I'm trying to cure cancer. I'm treating cancer. No, he would always say he's treating the patient so that they can battle it off and treating and not treating the symptoms. My dad didn't believe that the symptom of a tumor was the cancer. And that's the hardest thing you know, people to wrap around because they've always tried to tell us that the defense mechanism is the cancer. No, the tumor is the defense mechanism that surrounds the, the cancer. Now, when it starts to metastasize and grow, that's the body's inability to stop it. And that's one of the things that the Sloan Kettering study did clearly proved that Elantro was effective in stopping the growth, the movement of the, the, uh, the uh, cancer throughout the other organs. 80% of the cases that Dr. Uh, Sigamora, and again, I mispronounced his name, his, Dr. Kanamutsu Sigura, he did it. He ran the tests like 29 times, and all 29 times he found that approximately 80% of the tumors in these rats that were bred to have their, their cancers metastasized were stopped. But Sloan Kettering, the powers that be, that institute's fully funded by Big Pharma, didn't like those results. And they threw his reputation out the door by bringing another doctor in that ran the test one more time and found that the mice that were injected were saline were the ones that had the better survival rate than the mice that were injected with the laetrile. Okay, so, so, so let's, clear that, let's clear that up. This guy did almost 30 tests Every one of them, it showed that it was reversing the the metastas stopping, metastasizing. Stopping the, it was stopping right, it. Right. If they had, if and, they had lung, a tumor in the lungs, it would stop it from moving to the liver eighty percent of the time. And then, and then one guy comes in and does one test. It, now, I, I hope people are understanding. Hopefully, you know, a lot of people in our audience are already getting wise and have ga- gained a lot of wisdom and understanding and discernment over the past few years with the convid stuff. Some of them have, some people have, have learned a long time ago with swine flu and with AIDS and with all kinds of stuff, even from when they were little, not to go messing around with pharmaceuticals and stuff, which is great. But that is the point of what they sent this guy in. He, he didn't even measure up to what the guy who was demonstrating it over. And, you know, the Bible says it's by the witness of two, it's out of the mouth of two or three witnesses. Well, if you're doing a study 29 times, that's 29 witnesses to testify to what's going on there, right? I mean, one thing isn't enough to do that. Well, they also, this doctor uh, didn't have a great reputation if, if when people looked into him, but it's little known that they paid this doctor to come in and do this last study, $1 million. So think about that in 19, early 1970 value. <laughs> if you had bought a million dollars of the gold and silver uh, in 1972 or a million dollars in 1972 was all the money in the world as far as my dad was concerned. And so of course, for sure you could buy a brand new car for like what? Three or $4,000. If that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was, it was, it was all the money in the world. My dad told me, confided in me once in 1955 when he was starting, uh, he was get, getting married and starting our family. Um, he, uh, he bought a $10,000 life insurance policy. He thought 
you know, if I ever die, my family's gonna be taken care of forever. You know, so $10,000 when my dad was starting his medical practice was all the money to him. You know, it, it's just, it doesn't make a million dollars today in big pharma. It's nothing. You know, they made billions during the, the I like that, the convid uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, sure. That's, that's, I'm gonna have to use that if you don't mind. Yeah, but they, we they, call they it the convid in, 1984. Right, and so there's a movie out about this. The guy that was there, Ralph Moss, he wrote a book. I have that book someplace. Uh, let's see if I can pull it out. Oh, yeah, here it is. This guy, and your audience may have never heard of Ralph Moss. He was there at Sloan Kettering, and he, he had a magazine behind the scenes called Second Opinion. And they were angry at Sloan Kettering of whoever was publishing this, this, this little uh, leaflet called Second Opinion and really telling people the truth about the studies and Laetrile and not lying to them. He was so uh, horrified by what they were doing with the, the lies. And Geo Griffin calls it the genocide of our times because if Sloan Kettering, at that time, the interest was higher than it had ever been in the early 70s. Doctors were using it all over the place. But when that study came out, it basically shut people down all over the place and allowed you know, medical boards to take away licenses for doctors that were prescribing, allowed people to try to say it was illegal and outlawed and all that. And it's never been illegalized. It's just been, you can't, as a doctor call it a treatment for cancer. It's, you can't, you can't uh, make uh, lima beans and millet and barley and apricot seeds illegal. Some countries have made apricot seeds illegal because they're, they're, and you know, the socialism that went on with Convid, what happened in countries like Australia and Canada to people is, is now coming full circle to where people realizing they are, they were out trying to kill people because they knew the results of this Convid uh, uh, vax or jab, let's call it the convid jab. So anyway, I I digress again, but the only benefit of the convid program is that people are waking up by the groves, droves, uh, by the millions people are waking up. And we are, you know, getting so much interest at, you know, our, uh, where we are, what we do that we can't even keep up. So we're getting, we're gaining people to help us like you so that you get the information from me and you pass it on to your can't stop us um, uh, from telling people the truth. So anyway, um, are you still there, Tim? Yeah, I'm here. Something happened. Uh, I don't know if somebody printed something and we got this deal going on here with, the, I don't okay, know what right. the deal it's, is. It, it, it trips. It says, yeah, it's on the thing and I don't even know why it's still up there. Um, Okay. Now it's gone. Okay. Now it's gone. That's on my end. Um, I think somebody's trying to, when they use the printer, it messes stuff. I don't know why it does it, but anyway, this is the cancer industry. And what, who is the guy's name here? Cause I was looking to see Ralph if you had Moss, it. Ralph Moss. Okay. And, 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 uh, if I was to, if I was to tell you with Ralph Moss, he only thinks Laetrile helps with stopping metastases. Like he doesn't think that it will prevent, you know, in his opinion, he he thinks that they at, at the Sloan Kettering they only prove that it stopped tumors from growing and, and, and spreading, which again is is fine. Uh, I, I, as long as people know it's not harmful, it's a food substance. What what's wrong with giving your body every chance to prevent it from happening? Whether you believe it does prevent it or whether you're like Ralph Moss, you can tell people that he's the premier guy because he doesn't really. He, he knows the whole cancer industry. He describes many different things that work, and which I believe in too. I don't believe that it's just a silver bullet situation. It's anything uh, that God created that will help us. You know, oxygen yep. helps prevent uh, cancer. Uh, uh, high doses of vitamin C, vitamin D, 
you know, vitamin E, all the vitamins help your body's immune system prevent you from getting the debilities, disease of cancer and many other diseases. So our mission, along with you, is to get people to go back to God's given nutrition that we need to prevent disease and that will allow our, our immune system to, to, to help us battle anything that comes along, yeah, including COVID. Including whatever the convid is. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But the, but the thing the thing that gets me is one of them. You know, we've covered a lot in the shows that we've done with you, and of course, uh, Kate. We've done a couple of shows on uh, obviously cancer because that's one of the big things that she is sort of an expert on. I mean, in helping people with that. Um, but it's this. It, it, you know, people have to get that first. And again, I want to stress to people: this is not a magic bullet. It's like the Lifeway patches. It's like other things that we've had on about different, uh, taking care of your body and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and nobody's saying that people won't get sick every now and then. No, we're not going to say that, but the fact of the matter is there's ways in which we keep the body, uh, in good health. Uh, and it's a large measure is what we're putting into it. But then there's the, un once people get that, then there needs to be the understanding of why this stuff isn't so widespread. And again, this is the second part of what, uh, uh Griffin was doing in his, his book was the politics of this thing, of this stuff. And uh, so what are some things we already saw where they last time you were on, we talked about your father and uh, and his I'm going to call it his ministry because he was obviously taking care of people there and he was seeking to make them well, not treat their symptoms. They went after your father. They drug his name through the mud. What are the things have has big government and big pharma been involved with about hiding uh, real, so let's call it real solutions for people's health issues. W what are some of the other things that they're doing? What are some of the legislation they've been backing or some of the things they've been pushing that you're aware of and that, that Griffin wrote about in his book? Well, that's, that's a, a great question. And it, and it all comes down to, cause it's, it really is. If you start to look into it, you really, you see like, um, see the absolute decision every time to make it about, financial gain and power over uh, help getting people healthy and happy. Uh, that's what it comes down to. It's a financial gain situation. And I've spoken to doctors that, that advise their patients to get chemotherapy and radiation at high cost when they know there's not that much chance for, of survival, but they do it for them, but it's different for their own family or people that they care about. And that's a sad testament to what's going on in our world right now because People choose the Ferrari over uh, getting a good night's sleep and feeling moral about what they do. And I can tell you that whenever I advise people to, to take a natural substance over a pharmaceutical, I always feel good about it. I always know I'm giving them good advice. And even if a pharmaceutical company said to me, John, you know, if you could just tell people, stop doing what you're doing, and here's a couple million dollars, I'd rather not have the money. I'd rather tell the truth. And Yeah, who and wants live. that on their conscience? I, yeah, and just... The end result is the same because if you're willing to sell your soul for money, you're willing to sell your soul for fame and you're willing to sell your soul for any other things. And you really are either metaphorically or actually selling your soul. Internal damnation is the option is the, the, the other option under chapter 10 in, in uh, world without cancer. Uh, my dad starts or Ed Griffin starts out with the advocates of laetral therapy have always emphasized, emphasized that there is no cure. As such, for cancer, since it is essentially a deficiency disease, one can only speak of prevention or control, but not cure. Among the advocates of orthodox therapies, however, there is no such restraint. 
Official spokesmen for the cancer industry tell the American public without batting an eyelash that they have proven cures for cancer and that anyone who reports such nostrums as Laetrile is merely wasting valuable time to which he would be far better off availing himself of these proven cures. What are these cures? They are surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. Whoa, is- they're able to call it cures, huh? Yes, yes. And that's Crazy. in 19... 19- and you go in your doctor today and they'll say the only proven cu- cures are uh, surgery, radiation, and chemotherapy. So after the millions and billions and trillions of dollars they've raised and gone through for the last 50 years, this book is 50 years old this year in 2024, there's no better answer for cancer and the cancer rates have skyrocketed and people are dying at at an absolutely appalling rate. And if I was better prepared, I would have it up to show you the article. Uh, Let's see. Uh, the article just came out over while, the weekend. While you're looking that up, John, I want to ask you like a personal question here. Again, you're not a doctor. Your father was, but you've learned quite a bit of, in this industry of what you're providing people. What do you got there? I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Tim. Uh, go it ahead. says the official CDC data, uh, there's 143,233% that's 150,000% surge in fatal cancers among vaxxed Americans. Among people that have been vaccinated, yep. their cancer rates have gone up not 100%, not 200%, 150,000%. It's unreal. That's from the CDC own, own data. And that's what's going on right now. And so there's no time like the present for people to get themselves back to God's medicine and, and be eating the things that they need to be eating to help them survive this battle that we're in. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Amen. No, I, what I wanted to ask you was, as a as the apricot seed industry king, so to speak, um, what what has been your experience over the years of people calling in and saying, "Look, John, um, I've read the book. I've read Griffin's book. I've read some of these other things. I understand. I need to put this in my diet. Um, and I have cancer. I've been diagnosed with cancer. Um, maybe they've done something. Maybe they haven't." But they come to you and they say, hey, do you really think this stuff's going to help me? And they get it and they actually return to you and they say, hey, you know what? My cancer's went in remission. I don't have it anymore or I feel better with it or whatever the case may be. How many people have come to you who actually have been diagnosed with it? They've been suffering with it for years or whatever. And then all of a sudden they start putting this in their diet and they see a dramatic change and they get back with you. Do, Do you have some stories you could tell about that? I, I have, I literally have thousands of stories. Um, uh, and here's the, here's the funny, scary, interesting part is that for the first 25 years of doing this, I didn't save those stories. I, I almost was afraid to tell people about them because we would have people uh, put that up on our website. They would mention that their cancer went away and this and that, and we would get contacted by the FDA and say that we can't do that. That's that we're telling people the stories. They would give us their story as a comment. So we used to, we would have to go to every one of those comments and say, thank you for your comment. We, we want to let people know that we're not selling this product as a, as a treatment or diagnosis or prevention for any disease. We don't promote it for that. We don't do that. So I, I was afraid of those stories. I talked to you about this before, Tim. It was called self-censoring. That's what they do with this, uh, this information. But since, uh, about 2017, when BuzzFeed did this article on me, it was an article you can go out and find yourself right now, where they said they were going to be fair and, and natural, I mean, fair and, and non, uh, oh, whatever, non-censoring. 
they made it exactly the opposite, but it drove 50,000 people to our website to find out more, to find out what's going on uh, because they said, oh, you could die of poisoning or this guy went home uh, poisoned. Well, if you read the article that they're trying to prove he died of poisoning, all he did was get his stomach pumped, went back home, continued doing lantral and therapy with apricot seeds and cured his own C word. So even the stories they tried to put in saying that it caused cyanide poisoning, if you read them, they would prove that the guy helped himself. So I, I, I came to realize that telling the truth is the most important thing. And I began doing that. I separated from my brother at the time because he, he was even more afraid of it than ever because he didn't want me to do it that way, even though I love my brother and we just separated our businesses. And so I went out really gathering the stories. And so right now we are actually collecting these stories and these uh, tributes and these, this information. As a matter of fact, on our website, we've just published for the first time a booklet of 60 days worth of letters that my dad received while he was, when he was in court, just 60 days of letters from his patients that they sent and would talk about all the great benefits they had. But that was from the seventies. So people are like, well, it might've worked in the seventies, but we have so many poisons and things now. Is it working now? So we're actively collecting these stories from our customers and getting their permission to tell these stories because the, the operation world without cancer is in full effect. And this year we're going to do our best along with Ed Griffin, who's said he's behind it hundred percent. Mickey Willis, who wants, who, who, who is willing to redo Ed's uh, seminal movie called world without cancer that also is still on YouTube, but stuck at 300,000 views for some reason. It's been stuck at that for seven years. And I probably tell 300,000 people a year to watch it. Um, but it's cheesy and, and funny. And Ed will admit he would be slight spliced together to do a presentation in, in, in a bookstore in some place. And it's, it's gained this uh, cult like uh, following, but it has good information. It's still, but we're going to upgrade that to bring it into this century. So people know that it not only worked in the seventies tremendously well, but it also works in the eighties, nineties, two thousands. And as we've said, the stories are coming out beyond belief in 2000. 22, 23, and 24. And, and, and uh, you know, specific stories, I don't have one at the top of my mind right now, but I get them every day. If I look at my email inbox, I get them regularly. People that had full-blown uh, C-word and tried everything else and finally went to laetrile and metabolic therapy and went uh, based on the, the uh, protocol my dad uh, uh, had, in his, had in his book that we provide free of charge to anybody that wants it. Uh, if all I have to do is send an email to contact rncstore.com and we'll send them a free uh, email out uh, of the protocol that my dad used of what uh, he said that, that doctors are still using to this day in clinics in Mexico, clinics throughout the United States, but they're not tr calling it a treatment for the C word. They're just saying this is metabolic therapy to help your immune system, to help you fight it off. So the answer to your question is how many do I get? I get I've gotten thousands and now I'm collecting them. Wow, that's 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 absolutely incredible. In fact, you were making mention of, of um, uh, Mexico as well. We have had Dr. Patrick Vickers on the show a couple of times. Uh, I'm 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 assuming he's probably a customer of yours. I, I don't know, uh, but he but he goes through all of that stuff too, and he's very very meticulous about you know the people that come to him. You know, it's kind of like boot camp. You're not going to like what you get right now but it's going to be for your good. You're going to eat what we tell you to eat. You're not going to eat what we tell you not to eat. You're going to go through this thing. You're going to do the coffee enemas. You're going to do all this stuff and you're going to, you're going to eat healthy and we're going to help you take care of this thing. So, um, you know, with that said, 
you know, he had to go down in Mexico, kind of like Cara Rivera did, leave out of the States because the, 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 the organized crime thugs, the organized crime syndicate thugs come after them, threatening their liberty, their property, their families, all this kind of stuff. And why? They're helping people. They're, it's like Mark Grennan, our friend Mark Grennan and his sons, preaching the gospel. And they simply use chlorine dioxide in a similar way of what you're talking about here as this is not a silver bullet, but we do know what it does. And so right. we use those things in there and then we get people on healthy, you know, all natural organic style diets away from the processed stuff, which is, you know, I, I don't care what anybody says. If they were to do tests on this, you wouldn't get a guy finding uh, one test where that stuff didn't affect people. It obviously does. And that's just, well, a, it's, it's a product of the culture that we've let go the way we've let it go. Well, the, the prosecution is the most interesting thing that doctors that have used in the past. Uh, Dr. Brzezinski in Houston, Texas, and Dr. Uh, several doctors, doctor, you know, de- several doctors they've tried, and, and even Jason Vale, who was selling it, uh, he was an arm wrestling champion, and he was selling, he was going out and saying it cures the C word regularly, and he would get in trouble for that. But when they tried to find a single customer or a single patient, they used to bribe patients of my father's. They tried to bribe patients with money to, to, to sue my dad for malpractice and they couldn't get him to do it. People would come call my dad in tears talking about how they would be trying to do that. And they couldn't find, they can't find with Jason Vale a single unsatisfied customer, even with us, even when someone says, well, I ate too many and I got sick to my stomach. We've always had a hundred percent money back guarantee. And that is explained. The whole upset stomach means your body hasn't uh, gotten used to breaking it down as quickly. And so you might get an upset stomach. It's not cyanide poisoning. You can get an upset stomach if you eat 30 or 40 apricot seeds the first time. So that's why we always recommend starting low, starting at two or three and working way up. So you don't get that symptom of an upset stomach, which if you've been brainwashed and go to uh, Google, they're going to tell you you're dying of cyanide poisoning. It never happens. It's not the truth. There's not even a single credible case out there that they can say some little girl ate 50 seeds and died of cyanide poisoning. It just hasn't happened. Because when you look into them, they, the, the person didn't exist. They don't have a name. It's just, it's just wives' tales that they use to, to freak people out. Any study that they can show that people have died of cyanide poisoning were paid for big money and people lied. And anybody that thinks that they won't lie on a study to preserve their, their, uh, their money-rolling bank role, if we had a natural treatment for the C-word that no one ever got anymore and wiped out a trillion-dollar industry, there's going to be a lot of people angry with us. So we're just doing person to person, ear to ear, you know, mouth to ear, uh, uh, you know, spreading of this news that doesn't allow them to to tell the lie in a way that it still does stop people, still does stop people because they they believe that if they get an upset stomach, they're they're killing themselves with cyanide poisoning. But people are waking up to it in droves, and I keep repeating that. But there is no time like now to launch Operation War Without Cancer. Amen. Amen. And I, I think that this is something that I see because I've told the people on the show, what, you know, Bradley even asked me, he says, why do you have all this, this health stuff? This is where they're attacking us. They're attacking us. You know, the Bible says the life of the flesh is in the blood. That's exactly where they go with everything. Uh, mm-hmm. All their poisons are either you're taking them in your mouth or they're shooting them directly into your body. And they're telling you 
well, this is going to solve the problem. And so they treat a symptom. Maybe you had an upset stomach. Now they've got it where you don't have an upset stomach. Okay, it must work. And then weeks later, you've got the same kind of problem that comes up. Only now it's worse. Now it may add something else to it. And this is always the way the pharmaceuticals work. They, they fix a symptom, then they mess something else up. So then they got to make a thing. And we saw this with the convids. They gave the shot. And then what did they come out with? They came out with the blood thinners. They came out with the heart medicines, all this stuff. I'm sure they're probably going to have a, some kind of a cancer shot or a pill or something to do it. And all it's doing is it's not making people healthy. It's just treating symptoms. They're putting Band-Aids on gaping wounds, as it were. Well, it's, it's all about control. And I repeated myself with this, but it's important for people. Maybe they'll get an aha moment. You can control somebody. I can control you. You can control me, whatever, with money. You're able to do that. Like when I say that, not a moral person so much, but money is a control factor that, that, that the, 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 the deep state or the, the, the evil ones or whatever use to control us. But you know what's even more powerful than money to control somebody? And, and you'll understand this very quickly and all your audience will is their health, someone's health, because mm, yep. I don't care how much money you have. You'll trade it all. If you're not feeling well, if you don't, if you're not well, uh, you'll trade all your money. You're never going to trade your health for money. You're never going to, you know, you know, give up you know, 10 years of your life for a million dollars. What's the point, but you will give up a million dollars for 10 more years of your life. And so those are the two main controlling mechanisms that the evil ones and the dark deep state and the people that want to keep us under their thumb and under control, that's their two main mechanisms. Money, the Federal Reserve, the banking system, financing, lending, all that controls people very much. But way above that, way up here, if money's here, way up there is your health. So that's why it's important. And so when anybody asks you, uh, you know, that's their main mechanism of control. And, and, and also that control helps them get a lot of money. <laughs> so, so it's a, it's a vicious cycle between oh, those yeah. two. Sure. Yeah. And it's all, it's also the lies that they tell about those things because the lies they tell, like what you're saying, don't eat this. If you eat three seeds, you're going to die of cyanide poisoning. The lies help control people too, who don't take the time to go find out for themselves whether or not they're telling the truth or not. So that's a big deal. John, we got about, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds here or so. Tell people where they can find out you uh, on your site, what all they can get there. About 20 seconds. Let's go with that. Uh, vitamin B17, the number four in the letter U. Tell them where they, what they got. Uh, vitamin B17 for you. And here's the thing. You can get information. You don't have to buy a single product. You can get information and find it yourself elsewhere. I want to make sure people have the information. I used to only be able to sell the product and not give the information. And I'm just telling what I, I'm not recommending anything medicine wise. I just want you to get the information, understand it. And then you get any version of the product you want and everything's hundred percent money back guarantee. So there's no risk and we're spreading the word and your success Amen. story will be Amen. everyone else's success story. Amen. John Richardson, we appreciate you very much. Thank you for joining us. Catch Bradley at three vitamin B 17 for you.com is where you can find it. And we'll see you in the morning. Lord willing, 6am bright and early. Talk to you then.